MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Two of the nightcap here on VEASAN from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I am Tim Murray. We continue our summer conditioning series. Been looking at the AFC North this week, and we head to the charm city, Baltimore, Maryland, the home of the Baltimore Ravens. And we welcome in Ken Wyman, co-host of Inside Access on 105.7 The Fan with Jason Lockenfora. Uh, Ken, always appreciate the time. Follow Ken on Twitter at Ken Wyman Sports. Uh, when in, you talk about the Ravens, you got to go right to the quarterback position in Lamar Jackson. Uh, banged up at the end of last season, and that's when the tailspin occurred, in addition to plenty of other injuries. But so far, uh, I know there's contract discussions and all of that. Uh, how has Lamar looked during camp, and uh, is the uh, is the excitement level at a at a at a pretty good level? Uh, when it comes to this Ravens team entering the season? Well, as Lamar goes, so go the Ravens. And he put on a bunch of muscle. He, put, he said he put on about 20, 20 pounds of muscle, and it's noticeable. I'm actually curious to see him run. I don't think he's lost any speed, but I do want to see what it looks like. Uh, he looks great. Uh, I know everybody ever analyzes every throw he makes and every practice, but he looks great so far. Uh, the contract thing is going to hang over their head the entire season. I I. I fear because I don't think they're going to get anything done. And Lamar's already said there's going to be a cutoff at some point. I'm going to guess that cutoff is around the right after the third preseason game. And he goes into regular season mode. You know, Ken, uh, and I know Sean wants to get into this as well. Uh, the pass catching situation. Uh, I love the trade of Hollywood Brown on draft night mm-hmm. uh, to get a first round pick for the future, but in the immediate it certainly raises some questions, right, about the wide receiver position. Now, in the fourth round, they went out. They got Isaiah Likely. They got uh, Charlie Kolar from Iowa State. So they're, they're, they seem to be loaded at tight end. And I know Mark Andrews was talking highly of the former Coastal Carolina product, Isaiah Likely, uh, either today or, or, or the other day. But uh, is there a concern in your eyes about the pass catchers for the Ravens? And could that be their uh, Achilles heel this year mm-hmm. if, uh, en route to trying to win that division? Well, 
I think Likely is going to have a nice year. I, I think at the very least, Likely can be what Hayden Hurst was for them in 2019. Uh, Kohler's got the, the sports hernia, so we'll see when he comes back. He hasn't even been on the field at training camp. But other than Rashad Bateman, I don't know that I can trust any other wide receiver. Like Duvernay is a guy that I'd love to see more from, but obviously they don't trust him. Crochet is a guy that catches everything in camp, but doesn't get much separation. And Tylen Wallace so far just looks like a guy. And, and you've, you've got a whole bunch of other undrafted kids. But, yeah, I, I think if you're looking at a concern, it's like they, they didn't go get a vet this year. Now, I, I don't know that Sammy Watkins type is a move, but I don't know who at wide receiver other than Bateman is going is, to – you can trust to catch your football. And, and what's amazing – how can you trust Bateman? I mean, he's got one year, 48 catches, 500, uh, a little over 500 yards. It's not like, you know, he's a guy that, that had a Jamar Chase rookie year. Like, yeah. I, I want to get your opinion, Ken, on this. Why is the narrative not more about why haven't they helped Lamar Jackson? I mean, this is the oh. most unproven wide receiver group, I think, in the entire league. Like, I don't even know if one of these guys, Rashad Bateman's a receiver from Minnesota. I mean, if we go to the Golden Gophers' history, like what elite NFL receivers have they produced? Not saying Bateman won't ultimately be good, but he's going to be bucking history. Like, why isn't the narrative more about the organization's inability to surround Lamar Jackson with elite personnel? No, you're right. And Sean, that's fair about Bateman. I, maybe it's because I'm closer to it. And when you look at it from 30,000 feet, you go, well, how can you trust this guy? Uh, last year, Bateman had the hernia injury and Lamar had COVID. And so they never really practiced together. Uh, and so by the time then you, you know, Rashad misses the start of the season, he comes back. To me, I think the kid's legit. We'll see. He hasn't shown it yet. But you're right. They have not. They've gone out and got just guys to add to the offense and like a, a Willie Sneed or a Seth Roberts or a, uh, a Sammy Watkins type. Like why not go get a legitimate receiver to help the offense? It's a very good question. I think that players around the league respect Lamar, especially coming off of 2019. I think you could have capitalized off that and gotten somebody legitimate to come play here. Um, but you're right. That if, if you're looking at it from the outside looking in, I think it's fair to say I, I don't know that I can trust Bateman either. You know, and, and it, for me it's more of a frustrating thing being a former quarterback because I see all sure. these other organizations, the Raiders go out and get Devontae Adams to add to Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, and the Dolphins go out and get Tyreek Hill to add to Jalen Waddle, you know, who they had just taken the first round. I look at the Ravens, they had – arguably one of the top five to seven secondaries in the league last year, yet they go and pay Marcus Williams from the, to get him from the Saints and then use a, a first-round pick on Kyle Hamilton. So when I was just looking at the allocation of assets, it's just frustrating that they aren't doing more to make Lamar Jackson's job easier. No, I hear you. And supposedly before DeAndre Hopkins got traded to Arizona, the Ravens did inquire, but balked at the price and the price wasn't a whole lot. And to me, I can remember Jason and I doing the show and saying that DeAndre Hopkins for Lamar could do for him what, uh, what Stefan Diggs did for Josh Allen. And it just, it made too much sense. And, and the other thing, when you mentioned the, the secondary and the secondary was all banged up last year, like uh, Marlon Humphrey, 
was stunk before he got hurt last year. So he, you hope he bounces back. Marcus Peters got hurt before the start of the season. They just started falling apart on the back end. And I think Marcus Peters injury was, was maybe the biggest because he was the one guy in that locker room that had that, you know, dog in him kind of thing. And I think they missed that alpha being out on the field, but you're absolutely right. I, I don't understand the way the Ravens think they go back to front instead of front to back. Like look on the defense. I don't know that I trust their pass rush. <laughs> like I think always going to take a step. They expect they Bowser to take a back. huge step. Yeah, but Bowser's coming off an Achilles injury. He hasn't even practiced yet. I, 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 I hope. I hope he takes a huge step, and I think that the switch and D coordinators from uh, Wink to Mike McDonald, McDonald will let him concentrate more on pass rush instead of being that Swiss Army knife. But uh, I don't know that I trust the pass rush, and I don't. Anything you get out of the Jabo is a bonus this year. Yeah, David Ojabo, certainly a guy that kind of like the Hollywood Brown Mm -hmm. trade. Great for long-term, I think, getting him in the second round. But what does that mean this year? We're talking to Ken Wyman, host on 105.7 The Fan there in Baltimore as we're taking a uh, preview of the Ravens. Uh, Two first-round picks this year. Obviously, they get one uh, for Hollywood Brown. They turn that into Tyler Linderbaum, uh, the center, uh, uh, and uh, he is likely a plug-and-play. And then Kyle Hamilton, uh, from Notre Dame at the 14th overall selection. How have those two rookies looked so far? Uh, both expected to be instant impact type of players, Ken? Yes, but Linderbaum got stepped on the other day, and there are some worries that it's a Liz Frank foot injury. Now, Harbaugh said the other day it's it's a ligament, but it's not Liz Frank. We'll see. But not good when you probably want him to get all these, tra- all these uh, preseason reps, and he's not going to be out there. Hamilton's been up and down, but I'd say lately more ups than downs. The kid's a freak. But, again, he seems like a luxury item with what they had. My understanding is they had him top five on their board. Mm-hmm. And when he was still sitting there at 11, they, you know, all the stuff out there is that they, the Eagles hopped him, hopped them to take Jordan Davis. But they had a – my understanding is they had a Kyle Hamilton fetish. And he's, when he was still sitting there, they were going to take him. Uh, Ken, what was Dobbins' injury in high school? When he tore his ACL last year, that was the second time he'd done that, right? I think so. I, I'm not sure it's the same leg. And, and, and I'm glad you brought up Dobbins, Sean, because one of the things we were talking about before the season, like Dobbins was prime, just being out of camp, Dobbins was primed for a monster season last year. They were working him everywhere, like in the slot, out wide, you know, out of the backfield, and plus everything he does running the football. Now he's back at practice, but it's obvious he's not 100%. For this thing to, to do what they wanted to do, they need him to be what he was two years ago. And do you think that's going to happen? I think it could. I think it's going to happen at some point this year. I don't know that that point is week one. Like he was favoring the leg when he was, he's been cleared to practice. He practiced the conditioning test, but he's only doing, uh, you know, the, the one-on-one stuff. He's not doing any team drills and he, you can see he's favoring the leg a little bit. Yeah. Generally everybody not named Adrian Peterson. It's the second year back <laughs> from ACL. Yeah. That they, they kind of yeah. get their confidence and, and the body's adjusted completely. So I, I guess lastly, we only got about a minute left. Ken, why then all the optimism for Baltimore? Do you think it's because of Harbaugh's consistency, or do you think this defense can be sneaky elite? And with Lamar's ability, with everything else going on in the division, they'll find a way to win it. Sean, I think it's one thing. It's Lamar Jackson. Like People forget they were the number one seed in the AFC entering December last year with a team that was banged up because of that guy. And if he's healthy – 
he's just a freak. I remember we, we would do the, we do these things on Fridays, like keys to the game. And every week, both of us would have like Lamar's going to put the cape on at some point. <laughs> and then like that, that's just, it, 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 it's hard to explain, but it's like, yeah, Lamar's going to put the cape on at some point and win the game. And then you see him have a game like that against Minnesota last year, Indianapolis last year. I think that's the reason for optimism because there is a lot of, hopes and ifs like what about Ronnie Stanley haven't played football really in in over a year and he's still not practicing yet so there's a lot of questions here well Ken uh, we got 20 seconds quick answer do the Baltimore Ravens win the AFC North well I'm going to say yes. after all I said I'm going to say yes <laughs> King got to go to work tomorrow man he don't want to get all them calls <laughs> Lamar Demetrius Jackson that's the answer there nice. it is so those are the three words you need to know when it comes Great to stuff, the Ravens Ken. Ken always a pleasure man we appreciate it hey take care fellas there he is Ken Wyman from 105.7 The Fan catch a show with uh, Jason Locke and Fora on, uh, in Baltimore in uh, afternoon drive that's Sean I'm Tim much more on the Ravens on the other side. It's the Nightcap here on BC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken. Now to start your run at victory, Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We're previewing the Baltimore Ravens, who last year at one point were 8-3 and three, and then 
the train, the wheels fell off the train when injuries uh, started to pile up there. And, uh, of course, Lamar Jackson went down with injury. No J.K. Dobbins. He was hurt. Tyler Huntley was their starting quarterback uh, down the stretch. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, they dropped their last six games, two of them by one point, or sorry, three of them by one point, one by two points, and one in overtime uh, as they uh, wrapped up the season eight and nine. But right now, they are the betting favorite to win the AFC North and one of uh, what is deemed, to be at least per the odds makers, Sean, to be one of the most competitive divisions in football. When you look around, uh, you've got the AFC West. The Chiefs are plus 175. That is the longest any favorite uh, of a division with the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders. And then it's the Dem- uh, excuse me, the Baltimore Ravens at plus 155. Uh, also, a competitive division, at least per the odds, would be the NFC East. But right now, the AFC North, a division we're keeping a close eye on. We talked Steelers yesterday. We started the week with the Bengals. The Ravens are plus 155 to win this division. You clearly uh, not a uh, believer in this Ravens team. And talking to Ken, there's a lot of question marks out there, uh, certainly surrounding this team. I believe that the Ravens will ultimately win this division. Uh, I bet it last night at BetMGM at plus 160 uh, that they would be the AFC North champions. But your biggest concerns, and it's absolutely fair, who is going to step up at the wide receiver position? They've got an elite tight end. They've got a borderline elite quarterback. But are the limited and unproven pass catchers out wide going to be their their crux? Well, first of all, let me say Lamar Jackson's an elite quarterback. He's already won an MVP. He might not do it the same way that Tom Brady does it, who doesn't do it the same way Patrick Mahomes does it, who doesn't really do it the same way Josh Allen. So there are different ways, in my opinion, to be elite, but he is elite. But outside of Mark Andrews, I mean, how can I pick a receiving core? Here's their top five, four guys. Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, and Tylen Wallace. J.K. Dobbins is coming off of a torn ACL. He never rushed for 1,000 yards in the NFL. And you're telling me the first year back from a torn ACL? I mean, he's going to go out here and light the world on fire? I'm just the kind of guy like you got to prove that to me. Their best offensive lineman, Ronnie Stanley, has battled injuries. Since 2017, I think he's played a full season once. We just heard that he still hasn't practiced yet. I mean, I just don't know how you take a team with this many question marks and, in my opinion, significant question marks at the receiver position. Like what I said about Bateman, when's the last time the Minnesota Golden Gophers had an elite NFL wide receiver? And I'm not saying that he can't be like an outlier, but I'm saying Minnesota doesn't generally produce elite wide receivers. I don't think that's when you're When you're asking a guy in year two to go and be a number one that caught for 500 yards last year receiving, I go back to pedigree. I mean, if, if this is Alabama and he's coming behind Amari Cooper and uh, Julio, Julio Jones and, um, you know, all Devontae Smith and, and all these guys, that's different because they receivers go there to get to the NFL. Most times the elite wide receivers don't go to Minnesota. So I'm just saying that's another question mark as far as is he ready to step up? You know, they got rid of Hollywood Brown, and he has his imperfections, but at least he had caught 91 balls last year for over 1,000 yards. Like, that's a lot of production to and feel. By the way, just to, just to your point, you know who led the, the league in pass receptions last year? Catches Cooper Cup. Yeah. You know where he went to college? Eastern Washington. 
Hey, it happens. So I'm just pointing out. You know where Devontae Adams went to college? Fresno State. So Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's fair to judge where he went to college. And what year is Cooper Cup in? Your criticism is fair. What year is Cooper to, Cup in? But to just blindly state that he can't be an elite wide receiver because he went to Minnesota, a Big Ten team who I believe was you know double-digit wins. So first of all, like year. listening is not one of your greatest attributes. I didn't say he can't. I said it creates another question mark for me. Because he comes from a program that hasn't produced elite wide receivers. I never said, I have never said Rashad Bateman definitely is not going to go out and fill the vacuum. I said I have question marks. I didn't say he couldn't do it. My point being, this is a team that people are saying is going to win the AFC North. I'm saying it's a lot of question marks that got to have answers. Where's the pass rush coming from? Tyus Bowers never been a double-digit sack guy. They're expecting him to make that jump. We'll see. I love their secondary. They have probably the best secondary in the entire National Football League. I mean, they have depth. They have elite production. They have physicality. They have great ball skills. I mean, Marcus Peters, Marcus Williams, um, Kyle Hamilton, they drafted. Like, they have guys. Like, I like it. But when you're telling me win the AFC North, I don't know. As much as I like Lamar Jackson, uh, a lot of guys got to have career years for Baltimore to be really good on offense, in my opinion. They were eight and three last year when Lamar went down. Mm-hmm. They finished eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if he goes down, my my bet to win the conference is is out the window. We talked about the Bengals earlier this week. They've got questions on the offensive line. They have an elite wide receiver, and they have they have a, two that have proven to be because uh, T Higgins has multiple elite, but he's got thousands. He's yards. good. He'd be a number one on the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. They have Mark Andrews. Right, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews is really Mark good. Mark Andrews is a thousand yeah. yard receiver. You one said year. they don't have a thousand yard yep, receiver. One year, okay. One year. T. Higgins is a one year, yeah. thousand yard receiver. Yeah, but then they got um, gosh, who's the third guy? He's got like thirty eight hundred receiving yards in the last four years. Tyler Boyd, like so they have guys. They got Joe Mixon, who's a multiple thousand yard back. I'm not super high on Cincy because of all the injuries they're dealing with in the preseason. I think my play in the AFC North would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I think when you look at their skill position guys, Najee Harris, not a whole lot of question marks about him, his ability to catch the ball out the backfield and be a workhorse back. Deontay Johnson, that's an elite number one receiver. Chase Claypool, if he can curtail the immaturity slightly as he progresses and becomes a veteran receiver, the talent is there. Fairmouth is not better than Mark Andrews, but he's a rock-solid tight end. If they get anything from the quarterback position, I think Pittsburgh's probably the team, in my opinion, with Mike Tomlin's resume and what he's done in his 15 years there. I mean, I'm getting 10 to 1 on that team to win the AFC North, and I got to take plus 155 what did they on do? the Ravens. What did they do to upgrade? They're, they have the they have by far the worst quarterback. Well, I guess the Browns is who knows. They have the worst quarterback situation. It's not even comparable to what Baltimore and since is a quarterback driven league. It is and, absolutely, and it's not even close. If you tell me the most likely winner, it's Cincy. I'll point this out. But I don't the, think Pittsburgh is that far away. The Ravens had to play last year Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow twice. It was the eighth hardest schedule of quarterbacks in the league. Right now, they are projected to face the 31st most difficult Schedule. So Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence could step up. We'll Daniel see. Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, James Winston. Like like. to me. Can I get? We already have one. Ravens. We got Ravens. Browns. Can I get Ravens Steelers too? And, and 
Win-loss record? I'll take the Steelers. I have a better record than the Ravens? Yes. Can I get that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Here we go, baby. So Here I'm, we go. So I'm getting a team that is over-under is 9.5, and, and you get one that's 7 for yep. straight up. Absolutely. Sounds good. Good thing is those preseason win totals don't play any of the games. I don't know why you're so high on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're, you're acting like. I'm just saying 10 I, to I, 1. I, I get that. I get what you Yeah, but you're not getting 10 to 1 odds with me. I know. Just I mean, saying. It, I've always. We already got a cigar bet. I think one of Carson Wentz if, or, or Mitchell Trubisky's. Are they, how, did, so you, you, you cherry picked a lot of things there. You also forgot that the Ravens have a great defense and the Steelers. They're good. The Steelers allowed 146 rushing, yards rushing. per game. They were elite rushing the, the quarterback ground. though. And what I'm saying is it's the Ravens are bringing a running back coming off of ACL and there's a starter. I'm just They got a lot historically, of Historically, Gus Edwards is okay. You know? Gus Edwards is coming off an injury Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of question marks there in Baltimore. Not saying that, that we just spent, Lamar Jackson is not good yeah, enough to overcome say, all of them. We just we just spent 10 minutes picking around. I'm just saying if Lamar I'm going to buy a car and they tell me it's an antique and you know when it's in mint condition, you know, it, it's worth a million dollars, but they say the transmission is bad and it needs new tires and new brake pads and you got to redo the interior. I just huh? And we'll see. You just took a Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett-led team? Nah, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm riding with Mitch. Come on, Mitchie. Let's go. A, a guy that nobody wanted last no, year. No, I took Deontay league. Johnson and Chase Claypool. You took who Rashad throws, Bateman and Devin Durvin. Who's throwing them the football? Well, who's catching oh, the, it for Lamar? I forgot the Is he going to throw the, it up and catch the, it himself? The, the pro bowler, Mitch Trubisky. Let's go, Tomlin. Let's go, John Harbaugh. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a bum, too. Yeah, I he's, didn't call him he's that. He's got a big old ring as I well. I didn't call him that. It's a nightcap here on v VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on the nightcap alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Raven slander. Outrageous. Not necessarily slander, just. I think they got a lot of question marks. Oh, well, clearly you need to bet. I'm betting Pittsburgh. Ravens under win total. I'm miss, not. I'm not going to bet against miss the Lamar playoffs. Jackson. All I'm saying is I'm just not really bullish on the others. Well, I, I am. I, I bet them to win this division. I think the Bengals will do our deal. Are are prime for a little regression. The Browns. Who the hell knows? Well, how about this? If I don't win, I hope you do. Because there's two other teams out there. Well, we bet we have two bets. Yeah, but we I'm have, talking about the 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 actual winning division bets, not the win loss records. I don't. The cigar thing gonna play out. How's gonna play out? I, I have. I'm taking Pittsburgh ten to one. I look, and I get why you would take ten right. to one. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's 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 a nice long shot with a coach who's got incredible pedigree. Uh, they've got some good talent. Their run defense is garbage. At minimum, Pittsburgh's their offensive line is not very good. At minimum, Pittsburgh's nine and eight. And you need to bet their alt win total. Yeah, that's just what Tomlin does. Fifteen years in the game, never had a losing record. I don't know that quarterback. It's not going to start this year. That quarterback situation. They have what a a top forty quarterback. Well, I mean, Trubisky got to go out and prove it. I know. Yeah, he does. You think he might be a Pro Bowler? I think so. Either him or Carson Wentz. That's why I'm hounding the Commanders and I'm hounding the Steelers. Good Lord Almighty. 
Didn't you play in this league? Didn't you coach? And you think those two guys are going to be pro bowlers? Hey. Man, you need, like, everybody to just say, I'm not coming to Vegas. That's what happened last year. What what kind of – Mac uh, Jones made the pro bowl last year. Yeah, Mac yeah. Jones was good. He led to – he played a playoff team. Man, stop it. And I'm a Mac Jones fan. What Mac Jones end up last year? 18 touchdowns, 11 picks or something crazy. His team went to the playoffs. They did really good in the first round, too. They went to the playoffs. What did Carson Wentz? So you're do? saying that Mac Jones should have made the Pro Bowl last year? He will. He had a better year than what Mitch Trubisky will do this year. And what did he finish? 20, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks, 3,800 yards, 67.6. So you, so you don't think Trubisky will put up those numbers? No. Oh, that's a cigar bet. No. I already yeah. got. I already got my. Well, I, I mean, I'm feeling great. Oh, let's go cigar back. Uh, what? Mac Jones. So th- here's what it'll be because it's three numbers. So it's passing yards, touchdowns, interceptions. So you can't tie. So if he throws for more yards but less touchdowns and more interceptions, then you win. I'm I'm very happy where I stand. Where All right. Mitch Trubisky or Carson Wentz have to make a Pro Bowl. I'm very comfortable with that bet. Hey, right listen. Now. I'm just telling you, guys, very opting out of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that is true. That that's your window. So they could get in. That is true. That's why I brought up Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, seven people opted out. That's very, how he got in. Very true. <laughs> also, you got to remember in the AFC. And here's what I know: Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky and Wentz are going. No matter how they get in, they're going. They're showing up, buddy. <laughs> they have to. They can't be in Las Vegas <laughs> nah, they, in the stands. Was, well, well, they need they, to be in a uniform. Absolutely. Yes. I want that stipulation. Because I don't think Mac Jones it, got in the, in the Pro Bowl last year to like midweek because of the Mitch, game. If Mitch Trubisky's walking around Circus Sportsbook hey, and they, because he's at the Pro Bowl, that doesn't count. No, I'm talking about he needs in uniform. Jersey. Yeah, yes. with his name on the back. All right. Good luck with that one. Good luck. I'm just telling you. All right. Can Mac we, Jones made a Pro Bowl last year. Anybody can. And I'm a Mac Jones fan. Well, you're banking on a guy that uh, two teams have – Outwardly got, uh, given up on, and another guy that nobody wanted in the league last year. So, hey, I'll take my uh, I'll take my uh, my bet. Hey man, listen, Very Kurt happy. Warner went from bagging groceries, baby, to Super Bowl MVP. It can happen. Congratulations. I'm a dreamer, man. I told you that. So I'm on the Orioles. I didn't disagree. And you know what? I was I a night I was a night I, too early on the Twins. I, I think. didn't disagree because they're big underdogs again tonight. The they just hit another homer up four two on the Dodgers. Yep. You should have told me that. See, this is why I I no. What I said, I was a day early. Selectively listened. I said I was a day early. I know you were. Yeah. All right. Can we get back to the Ravens? I don't know why. (laughs) I haven't talked you out of this lunacy yet. You're pretending like what we've been. We've spent three segments for weeks on every team in the NFL. Yeah. We've spent three segments on the Bears, but yet we can't do three segments on a team that's an actual favorite to win their division. And we can do as many as you want. Hopefully, God Almighty. Mark Andrews, over under 1,000 yards. Definitely over. Eight and a half receiving touchdowns. Yeah, over all of that. 84 and a half yeah. receptions. He may lead the NFL in targets at tight end. Like, if I didn't think they were going to throw the Cooper Cup like every other play, <laughs> I, I, I might take Mark Andrews to lead the NFL in targets. Rashad, Mark Andrews, I think I said Rashad, Rashad Bateman is over under 850 yards. Yeah, career high. Five and a half. He's only been in the league for a year. Yep. Most most people in their second year. Did you set career highs your second year? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Rashad Bateman reception seventy and a half. MVP Lamar twenty to one. 
Offensive Player of the Year, 22 to 1. Kyle Hamilton to win Defensive Rookie of the Year is 8 to 1. J.K. Dobbins, Comeback Player of the Year, 14 to 1. And then John Harbaugh to win Coach of the Year is 25. So I will say this. If you actually really believe, and I'm talking to our viewers and listeners, that the Ravens are going to win the AFC North and potentially win the AFC, then you should bet every Lamar Jackson player prop you can. Over on all of the production things and to win all of the awards. MVP, OP, OY, all of that. Because he'll have to have an MVP caliber season for this to happen. But that supporting cast he has will have to be Houdini. There's no other way around it. So if you like, if you really like the Ravens, then go over on all of his props. Not like the bad ones, like interceptions and that kind of stuff, but the good props. Passing yards, passing touchdowns, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, MVP, offensive play, all of that stuff. So his MVP season was 2019. He had over 3,000 yards passing, 36 touchdowns through the air, and 1,200 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. His player props this year for touchdowns, 24 and a half, 900 rushing yards, 6 and a half rushing TDs, 12 and a half interceptions. Can he cut down on the interceptions, Sean? <laughs> Last year, before Depends he Depends got- on how many balls Duvernay and in 12- Crochet and Wallace are going to... Ricochet up in the air. In 12 games last year, Lamar Jackson threw 13 picks. Can he cut down on those interceptions? It's sitting at 12 and a half, but in his MVP year, he had six through through six interceptions. See, I think he's going to throw more because I think he's going to be in a situation where he's trying to force the ball to Mark Andrews. Because that's his one proven weapon. Like Rashad Bateman hadn't proven that when he's got the other team's number one corner and they're in press coverage, he can get off of that and get open. And then when it's third and seven and you know, he's got to make contested catches, you know, that he can hold on to the ball in those bang-bang situations. Like, so when I'm questioning Rashad Bateman, it's about all of those things that I haven't seen, that he hasn't proven he can do yet. You know, it's not necessarily that, okay, if we go out there and watch him in shorts, you know, he doesn't look more than capable, but, I mean – some good pass defenses in that division. Cleveland's elite pass defense. Pittsburgh's elite in pass defense. Since he's okay, they're not Eli Apple and crew. They're okay. They're better if Jesse Bates is Just back said there. But okay, with an with an Eli Apple in there, right? So, yeah. I'm, but I'm talking because Jesse Bates is behind him, and Trey Henderson is rushing the quarterback. I don't so think like, Jesse Bates is. Uh, they're gonna pay him eventually. They're gonna pay him. Yeah, we'll see. And then when they they draft Daxon Hill and, and, and they drafted two. Uh, so you're DBs. Rashad Bateman's unproven, but Dax Hill, who was playing at Michigan last year, he's he helped. No, no, no. I didn't say Cincinnati had an elite okay. secondary. That was the one in the conference that's not. I think the, the division. The big question for me, and Gus Edwards is expected to miss week one. It, it's if J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards can both be productive coming off their injuries. I know a big if. You've got a, a two-headed monster in addition to Lamar Jackson in the backfield. I I totally agree that the wide receivers, it's very unproven. Um, Mark Andrews is elite at the tight end position. He's a top five, top six tight end in the league. And I think Isaiah likely is going to be an important piece to this offense. I think there was a reason they targeted him in the fourth round. And then I look at the defense, which I think is one of the best defenses in the league. 
I think the schedule is pretty manageable with the quarterbacks that they're expecting to play. And it all kind of bakes into the fact that I think Cincinnati's going to take a little bit of a step back. Their, their schedule is going to be more difficult. They've got questions on the offensive line still. Who the hell knows what's going on in Cleveland? It seems more than likely that Deshaun Watson may not play a game this year for them, or if he does, he plays four or five or six. And then you got Pittsburgh, who maybe they're a bit undervalued, but it's still Mitch Trubisky at quarterback or Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. I'll take my chances with an MVP on a contract year. Baltimore's had some uh, quarterbacks step up in contract years. Ask Joe Flacco's bank account. You're alone on that boat. Baltimore. Baltimore. (laughs) Ravens, baby. Plus 160. Bring it on home. The Nightcap here on PC. Before you place your next bet. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, Ravens hater Sean King. To my left, I'm Tim Murray, good friend of the program. Eric Eager going to join us top of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the latest happenings in the NFL. Maybe he'll tell us what CFL game he's betting on uh, in the upcoming uh, in the upcoming weeks. We will, I'm sure, our good friend Eric will have plenty of thoughts about the preseason and week one because... The covering machine that is the Baltimore Ravens are in action tomorrow night, Sean. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. My best bet of the mo- night tomorrow is the Ravens. They have <laughs> won 20 straight preseason games. They are 18-2 and two ATS in those 20 preseason games. <laughs> they have covered nine straight preseason games. 
games. It is a just insane run that the Baltimore Ravens are on under John Harbaugh in the preseason. And uh, I think people have picked up on it. The market moved a point in favor of the Ravens against Tennessee. So that game tomorrow night. Also, the Patriots take it on the Giants uh, tomorrow night. I want to get to that in just a moment. But, but real quickly, for some reason, my partner over here can't quit Carson Wentz. Unlike two, <laughs> unlike two NFL franchises have quit on Carson Wentz. Oh, man. Producer Aaron Oster was sitting, and uh, for those who haven't been here, you know our studio, our, where we sit, overlooks the sports book here at Circus Sportsbook. But where the producers sit behind us, there's Aaron. It overlooks kind of an entrance and you know uh, slot machines, and you can see part of the bar, the mega bar, uh, that is uh, the largest uh, continuous bar in the state of Nevada. Ding. And somebody spent. Actual American currency on a Washington Commanders Carson Wentz jersey. Smart person. Why would anyone, and maybe they got it for free, maybe it was a giveaway, I don't know, would anyone spend money on a A, Washington Commanders jersey, B, Carson Wentz jersey, let alone Putting those two together. So, congratulations. Smart sir. person. Smart. Why do you like Carson Wentz? Why do you think he's good? I like quarterbacks that threw 27 touchdowns and to seven but picks did, last did, year. But did you watch the games? No, I just... Did you, did you watch how he I don't was watch NFL. Inter- no, I'm just saying, though. No, I I'm mean, just saying. I don't, I don't watch NFL. Statistically, he was terrible down the field. He was the worst... I watched the final round of golf tournaments on Sunday. <laughs> Would you pay Carson Wentz $28 million? Yes, that's a bargain in today's game. Oh, my God. Starting quarterbacks are getting 40 plus. 28 is a, 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 a bargain. So tell me why, when the Washington Commanders, who were strapped for cash, could have extended him mm-hmm. and stretched out that guaranteed money, why don't they believe in him? Why didn't they extend Carson Wentz? Sight well, for them, it's probably more of a prove-it deal, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with a guy on a prove-it deal. If I was the New York Giants, I would go and get Jimmy Garoppolo right now on a prove-it. One-year deal. Come in here, ball out, and we'll pay you. you Same a, thing with Carson. If, if, if Jimmy, Come in here, ball out, and we can renegotiate if this If Jimmy thing. Garoppolo is released, you know what he's not getting? $28 million. Yeah, Carson Wentz won't release. He was traded for. No, I understand that. Right. I wouldn't have traded a third. I wouldn't have swapped second-round picks, traded a third and a future third, and paid all that money for Carson Wentz. When the Colts were saying, somebody please take it. Well, here's the deal. You having an aneurysm on, on live TV is not going to like have any impact on what he does. We're going to sit here and watch it. I'm not having an aneurysm. I tend to believe he's going to be pretty good this year. You don't. We'll find he's, out. He's an upgrade. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. We'll find out. He's an upgrade. It's a good thing is they always play the games. That's the beauty. They always play the games. That's the beauty. Hey, your guy Warren Sapp is in, in Washington. Maybe uh, my guy. Maybe looking for a job. Nah. They just, I talked to him today. They just, Say, he's not interested in coaching at all. They just fired their D-line coach. Yeah, that was interesting. But it fits. Commanders and turmoil. That's, that's what yeah, they it do. It fits, yeah. And they... Some teams traded for a quarterback. Shine hey. through adversity. We're gonna find out if this one, if this twenty-two version yeah, of say. the Commanders is one of them. I mean, they're they're. I mean, the, the Snyder came out 
echoed what I had mentioned a couple months ago to both of you guys that the season opener would be a the home opener would be a sellout that the the fan base would support the team. You want a cigar bet that? Nope. Daniel Snyder yeah. came out. And, you know where I'm from, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, I just it's, it's optimism. You do realize that this fan base is so down in the dumps. They had a horrendous. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a worse rollout for a her terrible, dumb nickname. What are the commanders? What's their win total? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Uh, Do we have a cigar? Seven bag? and a half. Is it seven and a half or eight? I think it might. Uh, well, let's not guess. Eight. There it is. Yeah, eight. Eight. So I like the commanders over eight. Nope. Not playing it. I told you they're better. They're oh, not winning the division. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you were heming and high and like, you know. You think Carson Wentz could be a Pro Bowl quarterback? I do. You are. We're going to find out. Yeah, we are. A lot of, <laughs> lot of guys from the NFC better hate Vegas. It, it happens. Mac but Jones that, was in the, in the Pro Bowl last year. I keep telling you this. You just better hope. The best quarterbacks don't play in the Pro Bowl. I know. They're going to have to go down a long list in order to find, uh, and find Carson Wentz. Not that long. By the way, uh, Aaron pointed out Carson Wentz had less yards per attempt than uh, Taylor Heineke last year. Cool. Uh, his starting tight end that you love, yeah, he's not going to play for like the first yeah, I know. six, eight weeks. Yeah, Logan Thomas, but he'll be back eventually. I heard Terry McLaurin's looking unbelievable in camp. He's very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Jahan Dotson. You love Jahan Dotson. No, oh, wait, no. I, don't, I still don't love him. But, I mean, if he's well, adequate the, and serviceable, Curtis, I hope I'm wrong on that one. Curtis Samuel's always healthy, so that's well, always good. They got two good backs. We'll figure it out. Chase Young is uh, is a spitting image of health. Oh, wait. You'll be on the pup list, Mr. First Hey, listen, season. all I'm saying is we're going to find out. We are. They yep. play the games. That's the beauty of it. They do. Um, they play on some games tomorrow. They are. We got two preseason games tomorrow. Yep. The G-Men going up to Foxborough. I want to keep a uh, – so Aaron, Nick, Taylor, one of you, please. I, I want to keep a running tally of my preseason bets because okay. I'm making my first wager tomorrow. I'm taking Ravens minus three and a half. Hard to go against that trend. Yeah. So if one of you guys can make a graphic or keep this list. You got a notebook there. Put it in your little notebook. Yeah, I know, but you know, I like to have some backup because you guys get, you know, make sure you What we guys what? Preseason bets. Yeah, there you go. Write a little note down. But to... the thing is the people can't see the note. I understand. It's in my notebook. I want to be able to show it on the thing and we can kind of keep track. Because I really love a game Friday. So that's why. You know, I like the Ravens what tomorrow. What game do you like on Friday? I love Green Bay Moneyline. Interesting. Yeah, I love Green Bay Moneyline on Friday. Why? Because I think Jordan loves out to prove people wrong. It's fair. I look for motivation in the preseason. I think that's a, it's a, a big, big piece of brilliant it. Brilliant way to look. I like the Ravens tomorrow. Not, it has nothing to do with, uh, with John Harbaugh and his record. but Nothing? You know, no, not, not why I'm wagering on him. Um I'm going to get probably the best group of quarterbacks, most athletic, most playmaking group of anybody. I doubt if Lamar plays, but Tyler Huntley is going to play. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to get Brett Huntley, who's trying to prove that he should still be in the league. And then I'm going to get Anthony Brown from Oregon, who is going to be running around in the fourth quarter. Probably won't look like a traditional drop back guy. But, I mean, if he plays anything like he did at Ohio State, then, you know, we'll be in business. By the way, we have seen a pretty significant movement in favor of the G-Men. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Way back in July, this thing opened New England minus two. It is now new uh, the Giants minus two and a half. 
Uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants starters expected to play approximately a quarter, and uh, Tyrod Taylor will then get the second quarter, which you could argue is an upgrade. And then they'll have Davis Webb in the second half. Yeah, I can see the Giants winning that game just because. Brian Dable's debut. Yeah. Well, more so. importantly, he's still evaluating his roster. He's a new coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got some big decisions to make. You know, whereas Belichick, I mean, he knows who's on his roster. Well, and, and I would bet the Giants here, uh, and maybe I will, under under a field goal. Um, the reason I would, now I'm not I'd saying. I'd feel I'm better good. if you had him at plus two. <laughs> I, I would too. It would be a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to play that game because Daniel Jones could give up 14 points on his own. So That is very, very possible. And I definitely don't think Tyrod Taylor has any motivation in the second quarter. So I so? can see him being checked down T. Absolutely not. After getting injured last year, he's just trying not to get hurt. You know who? Uh, you think about his last two years. Gets his lung punctured two years ago, and Herbert gets in and becomes a top 10 quarterback in the league. Last year. They win the opener against Jacksonville. They have Cleveland on the ropes, and he gets hurt, ends up missing almost the most of the remainder of the year. Davis Mills now has a spot, so, I mean, he's just trying not to get hurt. And, you know, I can't I can't bet against my guy Bailey Zappi. Yeah, he took a downgrade. He went from Zach Kitley to Matt Patricia. He got to be loving life. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the ball all Jeez. over the yard, and now you got the genius with the beard calling his plays. It's the nightcap here on Beast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 